Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jamison, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, guys? Welcome to Sync Life here in Atlanta. We got Phil Tucker. Philip Tucker. Yes. How are you? From uh, You work with Jeremy Talboy. I do. I do. So tell us your uh, job description. Well, I'm. Uh, they call me the senior designer. I think that's uh, primarily because of the color of my hair. But uh, I've been since uh, since 2016, been working with Jeremy um, and really loved every minute of it. Uh, the neat thing about uh, working with uh, Jeremy and the crew is uh, he just once he establishes that you're the right guy for the position, uh, he he essentially lets you leaves you alone and he lets you do what you need to do in order to accomplish the task, whatever it be, you know, whatever. If it's a, a particular design, that's a challenge or a customer that's a challenge. He gives you the latitude to, to do what you need to do to take care of the issue. And that sounds fun, challenging customers. Uh, no, it is. You, you, we, we, tell we get, us some we stories. Get we get them. Uh, you know, it's 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 interesting. Uh, it, it, you try to you try to uh, figure out who you have in front of you, uh, basically on the very first uh, uh, consultation, uh, and you kind of gear the uh, entire uh, project based on who you feel that they are, and you know you'll have a a, a person that uh, is an engineer that will uh, be involved in every tiny aspect of the project. And then you've got another person that, uh, you know, it, it, they'll, they'll go on vacation and they'll come back and say, oh, okay, thank you very much. And, you know, some people like to be really hands-on and other people's don't. And other people don't. And you just need to try to do the best you can up front to determine who you have in front of you. I had a backyard we're doing, I think it was 11 pallets of Zalesia. Okay. This guy had uh, security cameras everywhere. Oh, wow. And he calls us. He's at work watching us. And he oh. calls us and he's like, hey, because uh, we had a pile of screen topsoil delivered. Mm-hmm. And uh, long story short, he's like, the, the, another another pile was delivered. He's like, it looks like this one is a little bit different color than the other one. And I'm like, what in the world? He's sitting there at work. We call him pain in the butt customers. <laughs> but I'm like. You get him. You absolutely get him. And, it, and it's kind of funny because uh, when you have those types of customers, uh, you have a unique opportunity uh, to really show them what you can do. Because generally, those customers that are a little bit more of a challenge uh, are going to go beat the drum for you. Mm. You know, uh, they're going to be your advocate. Mm, that's and that's good. ultimately what you're looking for. Uh, you're looking for folks that are going to go out and they're going to talk about what you did and how you, and how you did it for them. That's good. I, what I took away from it was... Uh, how to avoid pain in the butt customers in the future. No, that's a, that's a very, that's a very good point. Um, Sometimes you recognize uh, that they may not be the right fit for you. And uh, we make that decision sometimes very seldom, but we will make that decision to say, you know, we might meet, you might need to find uh, uh, someone else to take care of your particular uh, issue or your opportunity, I guess, even if that, 
tactic is what you want to call it at that point. Yeah, and I should have learned, Phil, because when I went out there uh, and I was like, you know, tell me about the job, it was already done mm. and, and they wanted it redone better. Oh, okay. and so I should have got the clue because I was looking around and I was like, eh, it could have been graded a little better. But I mean, I was looking at them like, Okay. It, it, it looks decent. It's yeah. not like bad. That's the, and, those are the types of situations. And I don't, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, those are the ones, uh, situations where if somebody's already gone in and done the project and they're not happy, you really got to dive in deep uh, because that can really open up a can of worms. You may not see the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I, I, I quickly realized I shouldn't have uh, done it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, when it comes to your, Jeremy was telling us about your workflow. The customer looks you guys up, you know, they type in the Google, yeah. you know, backyard remodel near me or whatever. And, and then they call Jeremy's wife, I guess, or she'll, yep. she'll vet them and then she'll send them to you or Ashley or, or whoever. Yeah. So at that point, Eric is on board, uh, Eric Randolph is now on board with us and he is really, it's kind of a neat thing because he's got a, a pool background. Mm. So, uh, he is bringing completely new knowledge inventory to the, to the table. And it's really going to be helpful for us, but yeah, getting back to, uh, getting back to that. Uh, yeah, essentially Christina, uh, and it's a wonderful, uh, opportunity because she vets the client and then she just loads them into jobber Mm. and we pick them up on jobber. Uh, and you know, the information's there, the client information's there, the, the email address and all of the pertinent information is already built into jobber and we run with it. And ultimately, my goal is to not really uh, have the customer call back to Christina or the office again. It's I'm going to be the point of contact moving forward through my cell phone. Uh, the only time they're really going to know the customer exists is when I put a, a, a check on Christina's desk. So what's the process then of you going on site or is there uh, another phone call before you show up or like walk us through no, that's, that's, start that's, to... Customers happy and they paid you. That's a that's a really good point. Um, once I get the information in Jobber and I know that the clients uh, on the agenda, I will usually do uh, an advanced phone call depending on the information that I have. Some some are required uh, a more in depth conversation to kind of get into their heads, so I kind of know what to expect before I get on site. Some of the uh, information that I get, you can see, it's pretty simple. And it's the only phone call that I really have is to confirm the appointment time. And I usually tell them that I'm on the way. Um, but other more major projects, uh, I usually will call a couple of days in advance and talk to them about it a little bit, kind of get in their head. So they have an idea of what I expect when I get on property. So as we walk through, uh, they know that I'm going to be asking certain questions so they're better prepared. And uh, so I can get in and get out and get on to my next appointment. I was looking for my water. It's right here. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> so, uh, Christina or Chris, Christine? Christina. Christina yeah. r- writes down the budget uh, of their expected budget. No, usually don't. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't get into the budget. Sometimes I, I, I guess the conversation may get to that point, but it's uh, generally my, uh, my job to try to figure out what their budget is when I'm on site. And a lot of, frankly, a lot of times people don't really don't want to, they want to talk about that number quite yet because I may be the first person that they have spoken to regarding the project and they really don't know what to say. They, they're mm-hmm. looking to get information from myself and potentially other contractors and then they'll finally figure out, oh, 
this is what my budget needs to be. Mm-hmm. And you know, ultimately they may figure maybe I can't do it right now, but to that point, um, the, uh, the budget, it's, it's, it's an important thing. That's why when I put together my estimates, very seldom will I give them one lump sum. I try to avoid that at any cost. I'll try to break it out into different aspects of the project uh, with a clear understanding that certain elements need to happen first mm-hmm. and certain elements need to happen second, third, and so forth. So if they want to phase it, they can. They just need to understand that usually grading, drainage, and the creation of space needs to happen first before you start putting the other fancy things down. Okay. So in Jobber, yeah, and I, I use Jobber, so I'm familiar. I okay. know some other guys use other CRMs and you're missing out. You should no, be no, using no, Jobber. I, I'll tell you a funny story. And I don't mean, again, I, I'm interrupting you. Um, uh, Jeremy, when we used to do it email-based, so we would send our estimate based on email. And that was probably for the first, I don't know, three years or so. And of course, being the age that I am and uh, resistant to change, uh, Jeremy came to me and said, hey, uh, I want to do this, uh, this CRM thing called Jobber. And I'm all, oh, no, you know, I was completely resistant of it. And uh, today, I, I could not even imagine doing my job and doing what I do without it. No question in my mind. But you go ahead. I'm sorry. That was a, that was a great plug for Jobber there. Get okay. Jo- <laughs> if you guys want to try Jobber, it's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Paul. Yeah, they, they get a they get a discount. Oh, get, that's fantastic. Getjobber.com well, I, I, forward slash Paul. They're they're I, a friend of the podcast, Jobber. I've used them since 2019. So okay, okay. Well, I should have switched sooner myself. No, I'm but. telling you, what a what a time <clears> saver. And I, I think that's that in and of itself is is really where it's at. Plus the prompts that it gives you. Uh, you know it. If you move to this particular process and then you and it will ask you, do you want to do this next? It, it's 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 phenomenal. And it's really helpful for those new employees that you get that mm-hmm. uh, it kind of helps them through the process because it tells them what the next step is. So mm-hmm. anyway, so when you're when you're um, let's back up, you, you okay. go out to the Miss Miss house. Yeah. And walk us through a typical average, uh, 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 are, are these oh. retaining walls, are these sod, are these plants, oh, are it, these seasonal flowers, are these uh, grills? Like, what are you doing? Oh, it's fireplaces. Run, run the gamut. Run the gamut. I've pretty much had all of that this week. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the outdoor fireplaces, custom build, or they can even be kits. You, know, you get something <clears> through, uh, you know, site one or what have you. You can build a kit for the, for the client if they have a little bit of, you know, a tighter tighter budget. Um, but, uh, landscape designs, you know, if the client really wants to know, uh, in advance where things are going to go specifically, we can do a landscape design. I do a uh, handwritten or hand drawn designs. Uh, you know, I certainly have tried to do CAD and I, I, I lose all of my beautiful radiuses because I can't negotiate the mouse very well, but, uh, but hand drawn design, I love to have like the little square graph paper. I don't usually use graph paper. Okay, I just, just use a, a blank sheet of paper and I just, I just go with it uh, that way. Cause I like to have my, <clears throat> my radius is very, very smooth. And sometimes the graph paper can get in the I way understand. of that. So, uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, it runs the gamut. And usually as I show up on the property, I'll start to look around. I'll start to see, you know, okay, what have they done in the past? Are they doing it themselves? Uh, before I even knock on the door and then, and then we just walk around and, and, you know, majority of what I'm doing is listening. I've got to hear what they have to say and really what's on their mind. Um, how do they want to use it? That's usually the very first question I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you wanting to use it in a certain way or do you want to just go outside and make it look pretty? You know, it's, 
And that tells me that what direction I'm going to go. Am I going to be grading this extensively to create spaces? Um, or am I just going to be creating planting beds and creating beauty that way? Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to free you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hayne, the Lawn Care Nut, Caleb Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy Vest. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event the reviews have been fantastic so come hang out with us spring alabama if you need a ticket and want to register you need to do so before it sells out because i really think it's going to sell out this year this is friday and saturday february 23rd and 24th in springville alabama to get a ticket go to lawncarelife.com and click on the link for conference If you want to earn more money in your business, it may be as simple as raising your prices. Braden used our price increase letter, and what happened? Well, we've actually been in business for 32 years now. My dad started it, and then he handed the reins over to me. And in 32 years, he never increased the prices ever. And I knew that we had to make a change, so we actually got your price increase letter, increased the price by 20%, and um, we were doing around a million gross, up that to 1.2, and we had eight cancellations through the entire thing. So we raised our prices through that letter about 200 grand. Say that say that one more time. $200,000 that was sitting on the table that we weren't getting access to just through a letter. So it, it helped us out big time. So do you think the price increase letter uh, provided an ROI for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, beyond is probably the best investment we've made in 32 years. <laughs> that is awesome. You can get the price increase letter at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. It's a plug and play template. You just put in your information, insert date here, insert name here. And in the most straightforward, concise way, it explains to your customer why you're raising their price it made him 200 grand each year and then you're going to raise the price again next year exactly are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business check out footbridge media they'll optimize your online presence manage your reviews and provide personalized marketing consulting all under a fixed price pledge with no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee it's time to take your business to the next level visit greenindustrypodcast.com now to discover more about footbridge media your bridge to success okay so now they they share the vision with you and then how, how do you take it from there in, into Jobber, into giving them a quote that Jeremy agrees with the price on? Okay. Uh, or that's, that's good. So I'll, I take as many notes as I can. And uh, many times I'll do a, a pencil sketch on site as I'm there. Usually it takes about an hour or so to do the pencil sketch. And uh, I do that. And I'll put all of the notes in there. Like, for example, if there's a drainage issue at the left, you know, the left corner of the house at the back. You know, I'll make a note, drainage issue, uh, there's a downspout in that location, it's not managed, um, or there's a grading issue, we might potentially have to put a catch basin here. Um, and then uh, if we put a catch basin, is it going to be protected or is it going to be surrounded by uh, potential soil that may fill it up or what have you? So just, uh, you know, protecting the grade, putting the drainage elements in the appropriate locations, but making all those notes and then ultimately get back to get back to the desk, get in front of jobber and then just start to, uh, list it out, itemize it. And I try to be as specific as I can with as many designer notes as I possibly can, because that's my opportunity to let them know that 
our crew, myself and the crew are thorough. We're going to do it right. Um, and I, I spend hour, two hours, three hours on my estimates and, uh, four, five, nine, ten pages, because there are wow. a lot of notes in there that really educate the customer on this is what we're doing, but more importantly, this is why we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And it just, it helps them make a, it helps them make a decision. Now, granted, I take the risk and I've kind of realized that I take the risk giving them so much information that they potentially could take that estimate and hand it to another contract contractor and give them that knowledge inventory. <laughs> But I still, I, I still see that even the written word and the knowledge inventory does not apply to someone that's not, not really in tune to doing it right the first time. That's good. Do you typically find the customer gets three quotes, uh, or you know, I, I, I sometimes yes. Like for example, uh, Mr. Lieberman this from this week. Uh, he's definitely getting other quotes because uh, he already had a budget number in mind and, and he's had he's had two other quotes. So um, uh, I would hope that they do, actually. I, I think it's good to triangulate uh, because, you know, I'll bring something to the table and they'll have a, you'll have another designer or another landscaper that may have a completely different approach. And I have to respect that. And uh, and it's neat to have the customer gain that additional knowledge. And a lot of times they share it with me. Oh, I spoke with the so-and-so last week and they said this and I go, you know what? That sounds pretty good. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I think it's great. I think it's great that the, the clients do triangulate uh, who's in front of them and, and ultimately making uh, a solid decision because ultimately if they make the decision to go with us and they've talked to other people, that decision to go with us is more solid mm -hmm. in comparison to if, if they haven't if they did not speak with anyone before. So. Now in Jobber where you have, let, let's say a, a line item for the, the drainage yep, and one for the fireplace and, and yep. one for the sod and, and yep. so on and so forth. Do you have numbers with each of those or do you only have the one big number at the bottom? I have numbers for each. Okay. Yeah. I do. I usually don't break out the, uh, the particular, uh, uh, square footage, like the, the cost per, Okay. but I don't, that line item will have a number. Big round number. Yeah. But what I'll have, I, I will reference usually square footage or lineage within the body of the estimate. And then I'll let them do the math to figure out what that number is. Cause okay. some other, cause some, sometimes I'll factor in other elements mm -hmm. like with the paver patio. Many times I'll just, I'll plug in the compacted aggregate within that line item. Although within Jobber, we do have the opportunity to break that out if we want to. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So when you fire the, the quote off mm -hmm. the estimate, how many, what, what, what's your percentage? You're getting 20% of these jobs, 30%. You know, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't keep track. I, I keep track of my budget number, you know, in terms of what I need to sell per quarter. Um, and if I'm, I, I, I usually don't keep track of what my, my penetration rate is. Okay. Now, and Jeremy already shared with our audience that you're commission yeah. based. Yep. So how does that uh, work for you? And what would you say to other landscaping business owners out there listening? Uh, do you think are you, you're obviously still here after being I'm, here since 2016? Do you I'm, like this? I'm very happy with it. Uh, you cannot, um, you can't rest you know, uh, you always have to make sure that you've got, you've you got to sell. I mean, that's what commission does for you. 
Um, Jeremy has me on a slightly different program. I don't know if I should share it or not. But, you uh, don't, I don't want to get in trouble with him. But, He's taking me golfing at Cherokee. I'll just say he has me on a draw. Okay. So uh, basically from, uh, I don't like to worry about uh, what money is coming in. I, I don't even want that to be something like, oh, what, what do I got? What have I have coming in this week? Mm-hmm. It's just uh, the draw makes me just relax and not worry about it. It just looks, makes me look at the, the bottom line quarterly number um, as a, as a, as a total, mm-hmm. not, you know, incremental, you know, numbers for every single project. And he doesn't do that with anybody else. Now, does he give you a, uh, here's where I'd like you to be Philip for the quarter, or is that just your ambition and your desire, how much you want to be a go-getter? Uh, I've kind of established it over the years, uh, you know, what generally what I sell, uh, each year. Uh, but we'll talk about our annual number. We usually don't break it down that far. And then, then it goes back to what I said earlier. He basically, once he establishes that you're the guy, he leaves you alone. Mm-hmm. And what's your uh, relationship with the laborers then? And how are you, once you sell the work, you know, who's, who's installing? That is probably one of the most important questions. Uh, I've worked exclusively with Kevin, uh, Kevin Olguin. Uh, since 2016, almost exclusively. I mean, occasionally, if he gets backed up, I'll 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 get another uh, one of the installers that we have. But I work exclusively with Kevin. He knows how I think, and I know how he thinks, and we are in constant communication every day. And Saturday, Sunday doesn't matter. We're always talking to each other, and he'll get to a point where you know I'll give him the guidance on the project. I'll be out there specifically on days where he needs me there so we can figure out what the plan's going to be. But he'll also know that he, when he gets to a point where he's not sure if he's doing the right thing, he, he's on the phone with me. He's like, where do we go from here? I need to be sure that we're doing absolutely the right thing because obviously he doesn't want to have to go back in and change it. So he's, he's really, really good that way. And uh, it, um, I, I consider seven, uh, Kevin is, is like my 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 second son. How long has he been with the company? Well, he's been with me okay. uh, since 2016. Now he may have been with Jeremy prior to that. Okay. Um, that's a, that's a question for Jeremy, but he is a phenomenal uh, manager of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is uh, great with the client. He is humble. Uh, so the clients warm up to him mm. and it's just phenomenal. It's a, it's a great, uh, uh, chemistry that we have between Kevin, myself, and the client. It's just a, a nice symbiotic uh, thing that's going on because if the client needs to talk to client, uh, Kevin, he's th- he or she is getting those answers and they're getting the same answers from me as well. That's fantastic. Yeah. And so you shared a little bit of customer challenges at the top of the program. Yeah. What are some success stories? Well, the, uh, to me, the ultimate success story is uh, repeat. Uh, the customers call me back and say, Hey, I need, I've got project number two that I need you to look at. And I would say that, oh boy, um, I would say that happens 30 to 50% of the time that we're getting, we're getting repeat, uh, projects at the same address. And then how is the referrals, um, in the, these Atlanta suburbs, you know, they all talk and play tennis together. How's that work? It's huge. It's huge. Um, 
referrals, uh, we're, I'm probably getting uh, two a week. So it's it's great. And these people are solid, obviously, because they've seen the work mm-hmm. and they've heard the comments from the person that referred them. That's fantastic. Well, is there anything else you want to share, Philip, um, with our audience? Uh, not really. I, I just think uh, if I can speak on behalf of Jeremy and the company, uh, it's it's a phenomenally solid company uh, committed to making sure the job's done right. It's not a, uh, you know, uh, finish the job with taillights uh, and you don't see them anymore. Um, it's, it's, it's a company where we come and do the job. If you have an issue, give us a call. We're going to figure out what we can do to help. That's fantastic. And, that, and, that, and that's a good feeling to, you know, to wake up in the morning and know that that's, and that's, you've got Jeremy and the company behind you a hundred percent of the way. And it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling to have in a budding market. I mean, Atlanta is so, um, so many people want their uh, property spruced up. Oh, so yeah. you got uh, unlimited work if you guys keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I hopefully, hopefully that happens. And it certainly looks like this year is going to turn out to be a pretty good year for us. Fantastic. Well, thanks again to Jeremy yeah. for, for bringing you guys out here. Thanks to Synced Live for letting us all uh, network. I know you just blessed a lot of people, Philip. We got people all over the world that listen to the show and, and appreciate you sharing. Okay. Well, hopefully I was able to help a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I, I would say so. Is there okay. anything else you want to share? Not at all. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time yeah. and uh, tell Jeremy to take me golfing. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.